It's going to get desperate. Wings is going to Fox play. Wings dives. Yes! Three-year-olds in front. Del Zayo. Long row. He's coming. He's going to get there. Yes! Long row. What a chance. Run off and react to the outside. He's trying. Old Tiger's got him though. Old Tiger's going to down the chip. Tackle by Mel Swift. Here he comes. Chautauqua. Boom! Run over the top. Chautauqua. Here's for fantasy. And you're listening to The Last League Podcast, where boys get paid. Welcome in to The Last League Podcast. Hooray, how good is this? We're doing a turbo pod today. I'm going to be upfront and honest with you straight away. Louis Herman Watt, taking annual leave from Radio Sport, spending it wisely. Luke Kimmies, Benny M- Masters. Gilda. Uh, it's a big day for us. We are down here at the beautiful New Zealand bloodstock out in Karaka. It's just magnificent. Honestly, I've never been here before. I had never been here before. And this place is sensational. You just think about the amount of horse flesh that's walked through there. You sp- think about the amount of money that has been spent there. This is a great place. And we're fizzed. I got 100, 100 here now. 100 bid. $100,000. Hey, it's magnificent, isn't it, lads? How are you feeling? Outstanding, mate. Hung over. Uh, yeah, just full transparency. Well, that's great buying you to buy for that. And you can because he's here for sale. 100000 now. 100000 uh, full transparency, we were late out here today because we had to pull over on the side of the motorway so Benny could vomit. Celery up there. She goes. Sold you out. for 100,000. I sell below for 100,000. Uh, 100,000 sold. sold. Great buying. Great buying. Hey, look, we're out here today because we've got to do a podcast because it's a huge weekend of group. Group one racing tomorrow. Caulfield Cup, the Everest. Nice. We're fizzed. Are you lads fizzed? Which Pumped one up. gets you more giddy? The Everest. Yeah, probably leaning towards the Everest these days. It was a huge Caulfield Cup. was one of my favourite races, but I've, it's just snuck up on me, and I'm probably more looking forward to the Everest. So, yeah, they've done a good job to gain the, the attention. And is that, for you, a bit of a shame? I know people in Melbourne and in Victoria just think that Sydney racing and racing in New South Wales, pff, we've got all the history, forget them. But then you're getting real cut through from punters. So does that, like, do you give that a big win to New South Wales racing and ATC, is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a, it's a win. I don't know if it's a, or a war. I know it's been pictured as a bit of a us versus them, Victoria versus New South Wales. But myself, as a punter, couldn't give a fuck about their little squabbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There's a lot of heat there. So it is good that they've, they've just created an event that you do want to punt on and you do want to follow and you can follow the build-up and shit. So, yeah, they, they have done well. Uh, but like Ben says, for, it's great for punters. You know, they can have all their argy-bargy and shit. Fuck, it'd be good if they could just flick over 10% of the cash <laughs> over to New Zealand. <laughs> hey, so we're going to get to that later on. We're going to catch up with our boy Brad Taylor, who oh, is firmly in the camp of Santa coming down the chimney, coming down the straight, coming yeah. down to win $14 million. Uh, he's going to give us a bit of, um, I guess, an update on how Santa's been tracking and whether I, we're backing him, I guess, are we backing him? Who are we backing in the Everest? So we're going to get to Brad. Before then, uh, we'll give a bit of context as to why we're here because desperate. it's going to get desperate. Man. It's hopefully not going to get desperate when we try to uh, sell Savage. This boy. Can we see that? Can yeah, the people can see, see that. that? The people yeah. can see that. And we're not talking about Savage that fell through the stage at uh, the Canterbury Unibar. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Shit, no, we're certainly not. We're talking about the Savbill out of Drapier down there with Little Avondale. He'll be sold on the Tuesday of the sales, I believe, and be sold for probably 15 times the amount that uh, we were just hearing before of the 100000 So we've got a nice bottle of 
uh, champagne to, to pop when he when he does sell on that Tuesday. No more champagne for yeah, this guy, though. Yeah, ben, I'll be there. I'll be right fucking there when that happens. He'll be popping it. So, yeah, pumped. Can't wait. If you haven't been out to the sales before around that crack a million time, Ooh. get along Ooh. as Louis pops a nice... What are you, what are you popping there, mate? What is that? A, a summer fling um, by the Three Wise Birds Brewing Company. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah, thanks, guys, for sending these Cider, up. Cider, eh? How good is this? Last time it was mower, now we got cider. Give a smell of that, mate. Don't have to vomit on the equipment, but... Woo, that's tangy. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Might good. be just what it's I need. That sweet, shitty cider. It's actually good quality. Legitimate crisp. cider. Enjoying that. These guys have got the ready to runs coming up. When is that? When are they? They're the twentieth and the twenty first of November. Uh, here, those are. So, ho- okay. Yeah. So the the ready to runs are a little bit different to the sales there in January. Uh, these things are a bit more forward, etc. So there's some some good buying to be done. I think the breeze ups uh, next week. Is that right? They are indeed. So look, I see the action of the horse. I've never made it down to New Zealand bloodstock here at Karaka. A couple of observations straight away. Beautiful. Yeah. These grounds are stunning. It's it's, yeah, it's like a hero. It's 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 amazing. And like I've seen this so many times on trackside, and you know through the boys get paid uh, channels and. And just to be in this room, like there's a real, there's a real fucking aura about it. To be honest, there is like, a, it feels it, like you, iconic or something. It's, is that the word? <laughs> yeah, oh, look at that. Look at there. Melody Bell, Melody um, Bell, Bonneville, John Slow, Ginger Nuts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Hey, Barry so, Baker's got another one running this week, and we'll get to that. Uh, speaking of, I guess the aura and the horse flesh that's walked through these buildings. You're right. So the ready to run sales are happening next week, and I've been given some stats by our boy Hazzy, Harry, Harry Potter, Harry of New Zealand Bloodstock, and. <laughs> Um, I just want to spit some numbers at you. Get this. So this is all from the Ready to Run sales. There have been 19 Group 1 victories, 140 stakes wins, 5 derby titles, 13 Guinness, Guineas races, and that's just the Ready to Run. I, I kind of can't comprehend how much of a pillar New Zealand bloodstock in this place is to the industry being the amount of, I guess, success that they have had. Yeah, it's no secret that um, New Zealand's a great place to, to breed horses, and we've had some fucking champions over the years. Yeah. And it's good to see them going kicking goals overseas. It's it's a shame that we don't get to see them um, racing here all the time. Especially, like, you don't even get to see them trial. As soon as they have a, a nice gallop, they just straight off to bloody Hong Kong or wherever. But I guess that's that's the price you pay when your commodity is so good. Mm. It's an export. And, mm. you know, we are a trading country. That's what New Zealand's you know bread and butter is. We Our exports are, you know, the best in the world. And, Thoroughbred racing is just, a, it's a, I guess, a, an example of that. Yeah, well, we saw, obviously, uh, the other weekend with um, Colding winning Tiakau Shark and then Star of the Seas, all, all Kiwi-bred horses. Mm. Trifecta there in the, yeah. in the G1, in the Epsom. So, yeah, good quality see. flesh goes through here, and we are. We're a very good exporter of, of horses around the, the world and, of course, over to Australia. So this uh, is a big contributor to not only the racing industry but the New Zealand economy. Just a little refresher, what we're doing here, uh, we're out at New Zealand Bloodstock, this is a turbo podcast, we have a very important appointment at 11am, so we're going to get get going, and we're going to get to our boy Brad, so we'll get Kimmy's to get that dial tone ready, Um, because Brad is, he's in Sydney now, he's with Santa and Elaine, and he's about to tell us about the Everest. Who's going first? Uh, Brad? How are we going? Hey, hey Bradley, you sound like Australian now, mate. <laughs> no, 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 I'll be coming home before I, I get that accent. <laughs> hey, Brad, thanks so much for jumping on the podcast, bro. It's, it's awesome to have you because we've just been talking about it and uh, I guess we've kind of convinced ourselves that tomorrow is all about the Everest and we're fizzed. You, I guess the feeling in the camp must be just pure excitement when $14 million is up for grabs. Yeah, no, it'll be, uh, it's quite exciting. Um, 
scene down in Melbourne, though, that the, the, the Corfield Cup certainly still a big race, but, you know, everyone in Sydney's talking about the Everest, and I suppose everyone down here talking about both races. So, no, it's uh, very exciting, and to be part of it and have a, you know, one of the favourites for the race is a massive thrill for being a, being a local Wingatui boy, and it's a bit of a change from running around with those sort of horses. Yeah, it's not not the Shout best horse. For two two hard questions <laughs> for you, mate. You know, like we say, we ask the hard questions on this podcast. One, how much of the fourteen million are you going to pocket? Uh, like I said, like a little. Does Bradley get a little slice? You know, a little slice to send back to Wingatui. Oh, we, we're we're lucky. Um, the owners are part of part of our stable. Um, we get a little bit of bonus from every win we get. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we are counting. We got the two million from last week, so hopefully we can add a fourteen million dollar race this week. Oh fuck me, mate! Imagine how many houses you could buy in Wingatui with that. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, Bradley, are we are we backing? Are we backing the horse? He couldn't be in any better order. He's he's as good um, as he is, was leading into the uh, TJ Smith. Second up, he's got a very very good record. Um, just looking at him this week, and uh, no, all the footage that's been out there, uh, his coat looks terrific. He's certainly improved since. First up run at um, Flemington here, and you know if he can reproduce his TJ form, uh, I, don't, I can't see anything in that field beating him. Oh, that's actually just so great to hear, and it must be so cool to have that confidence going into such a big race. Just looking at the field, I mean, there is some there are some impressive sprinters here. How much do you guys know about Arcad- Arcadia Queen? Because I know there's a bit of murmur and a bit of chatter over the ditch, and punters have been kind of keen to to get involved there. Is that is that I guess one of those horses that you'd rate really highly in this race? Yeah, well, she's the unknown in the race. Um, you know, she's been was very good at three uh, over over trips further, um, but obviously trained that way. But now she's been trained towards this twelve twelve hundred meter race. So she she is the unknown. Um, of course, her record's very good, and she was very good in the first up run um, in Sydney, albeit over thirteen hundred. She's got to come back to the twelve hundred and step up to you know the best sprinters in the country and and some of the best sprinters in the world. So. Um, you know, if she can lift to that, she's going to be awfully competitive. But, um, you know, we couldn't be happy with our guy. We wouldn't want to settle another runner in the race. Hey, did you back Super Seth on Saturday? <laughs> I get a little bit superstitious and uh, oh. I don't back your runners. But I I, uh, I did have um, a, a quite a healthy bet landing on uh, South Bank to win the uh, Thousand Guineas at about 100 to 1. So, um, beat, on, beat in, in the last stride. Um, oh. I guess we got a. I guess we got our reward a couple of races later. Yeah, hey, it was a huge win. I was just going to ask you before we yep. let you go, Brett, because I know you're a busy guy. The, the 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 feeling through spring and and as you said, there's the Caulfield Cup going on tomorrow. Lots of people are still very excited about that. And there's there's a Kiwi influence which we'll touch on very shortly. Is uh, Victoria and I guess is Australia? Are we are we right? Are we in racing mode now? Like, is this? I know you work in these circles, so it's kind of hard to say. But the AFL's finished. The sports are kind of all Bathurst has done it. Kind of all points towards racing now. And is, are you getting that kind of real feeling that the spring is on? Yeah, definitely. Australia's, a, you know, they embrace all their sports here. Um, I guess through the winter, and that's all about the AFL. But as soon as that finishes, and you've got Grand Final weekend, and and then and they have the race meeting on the Sunday, everyone wants to talk about racing. You, you, you know, you start getting the messages. What are the tips for the weekend? And you go walking down the street, and you look through the newspapers, and it's all just about the racing. You know, they're, they're advertising the races on mainstream media, and you know the main TV channels, which you probably don't get in New Zealand, like like they do over here and you know just looking at the crowds they get twenty to 30,000 there just for a normal race meeting on a Saturday now for the next few weeks and then it steps up a bit um, you know the, the, week, the next three weeks coming so 
Um, yeah, it's certainly in the air, and it's it's massive thrill to be a part of it. Um, you know, we're very lucky. I'm I'm very lucky to work for the for the team I do, and and have the horses that we do have. And um, no, nah, it's it's just great, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Good on you, mate. It actually sounds a lot similar to scenes in Avondale today with our <laughs> racing. Um, <laughs> before you go. One of the other reasons we called is we wondered if Jane might have had a best bet for the weekend that we could launch into as well. Oh, I actually haven't asked her. She did her form yesterday. Um, oh, just maybe no, Jane. And I'm not even with her. She's out there actually interviewing James Cummins about Bivouac at the moment. He's just trialled here at Flemington. So, Fuck off, James. Um, no, we're trying to get the best bet here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, if you we've get that, a, we've, we've, got a, oh, you we've got go. a couple here tomorrow. Um, We've got a first starter from Europe that's in race one at Caulfield. He'll run really well. Um, he has drawn slightly awkward, and we thought we might get double figures with him, but they've opened him up about five bucks. But he'll, he'll run really well. And a, and a horse in the Caulfield Classic called Warning, he was very impressive at Clemington last time. He was very hard to beat as well. Oh, that's outstanding. That's the oil, and that's what we've got you here for, Brad. So thank you so much. And we're, um, I guess, actually, I think I might be convinced Santa might be the go tomorrow. I'm, I'm very excited. So thanks, mate, and all the bloody best. I've backed it. It's carrying all the good. weight of Luke Kimmy's now. Good luck, mate. Good luck. <laughs> Everyone jump off. All good. Thanks, boys. Enjoy it. Cheers, Cheers bro. See you, Brad. That was great to have Brad on the podcast because this is a massive race. It's $14 million. It's the richest race on turf, and he's – Genuinely couldn't be more involved. Well, he's not riding the horse, but he, um, you know, he's riding. He'd be riding at home. Yeah, we'd, we'd, oh, we'd be yes. screaming at home just like the lads will, I think. Uh, so that's that's excellent. Now, as he did point out, and it was very good of him to point out that the Caulfield Cup's a genuine thing. It's one of the three staples of, uh, I guess, the Spring Carnival in in Melbourne. We've got the obviously the Caulfield Cup, then the Cox Plate, and then the big dance, the Melbourne Cup. Um, and that's happening tomorrow. And I guess it's kind of a bit of a shame that we we can't just t- focus on it solely, but. If we do take a look at it, there's kind of one horse that we should touch on before we get out of here while we're running this turbo pod in the last league podcast. Drawing barrier 22 of 22, the chosen one. Baker Forsman reunite, have another tilt at the Caulfield Cup. Like, remember, Mulgoli and Khan in 2015. They've had success there before. Were you pretty gutted to see it draw so wide, Ben? Are you still, you're still happy and you're still willing to kind of, I don't know, emotionally back it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, with these longer distance races, it's not the it's not the biggest downfall of a horse. You know, if you're starting over fourteen hundred meters, uh, depending on where the gates are, it makes it tricky to, to find cover and then get home late. But these these longer longer races, it's not too much of a of a drama as long as they get rolling nice and early. So it started at thirteen. It's out to sixteen and five now. I mean, far out just for, to be a patriot. An each way play is probably going to happen for me. I don't know about you, Luke. You, you like something else in this race? Yeah, I actually think that um, Crown Prosecutors had a great quote of thirty-four and eight dollars as well for Ooh. a nice each-way play for the Marsh Stable. They're running third. Yeah. Oh, the old Derby winner, the Derby winner, Darby. heading over to Caulfield, run third there to Melody Bell. But I've got a futures bet, uh, admittedly by mistake, on Vow and Declare. So I've been interested. <laughs> I tried to back very elegant and click the wrong horse. That's right. So six sixty-ones. I got Vow and Declare out. I think uh, shortened up now, but huge run for fourth, quite dour um, in, in the Turnbull. And see the money's coming for it tomorrow, nines and three ten. I've taken a place uh, place bet on it for Saturday. I would be keeping a very good watch on it. 
and maybe just just backing that to place. It's always a tough race. One of my favourite races. This good to see Hartnell in there as well. I was just going to say, any thoughts on Hartnell? Oh, jeez, <laughs> like, what, 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 what can he do? What can he do? Good betting best. race. Like if you like something, because shit, you're getting some, you're getting some odds. So yeah. I love looking at Hartnell's record. Right, fifty six, thirteen, fourteen, eight, almost eight million dollars in prize money. This last five, three, four, four. Four three, this horse is just so consistent. He, he just own. lingers, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's been around the traps for a long time. This bastard, nearly eight million in the bank. Uh, fucking good. Right. I don't know if he's won any. Uh, has he won many big races? Somebody tell us, surely. Somebody, somebody, right. anybody. Hey, it's um, we're here. Outstanding. And we got to get out of here because the Turbo Podcast, we got busy things. We've got a big day for Boys Get Paid for the Last League Podcast for all of you watching. Um, and before we do get out of here, I'm just going to play this tune because... I've got a best night. bet. That's right, George. Yeah. Oh, and I've got a question as well. Yeah. All right, let's go to the question. Well, why the fuck isn't Osborne Bulls? Is he injured? He's gone. He's done for the Didn't spring, I think. Or, well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, saw, that? you saw him. We were pissed in the lounge, you know. Well, he actually had a syndicate on him. Yeah, remember he just went backwards. He, and he doesn't do that, so... I mean, just the Everest maps really nicely for a horse like that in Santa Ana Lane, doesn't well, it? I Finally got that, some speed. Yeah, I thought that he would be It'd going. Be a sure thing. What I will be backing on Saturday is in the last race at Rotorua. The Lance, the Lance Lawson 1400 metres. There's a horse that I've kept a close eye on called Autumn Flash. Drawn barrier 10. Okay. It is paying $11 and $3.50. Sure. That would be my okay. best each way odds play of the weekend, whichever camera I'm looking at. I've got a lot. And look, last night, it's no secret Ben's really dusty this morning. We were late because he vomited on the motorway. True story. I left at 8.30. You left at 10.30. What time did you leave, mate? Oh, it was after one. It's a big shift from the lad, and he was there. Sorry, did we just go live? Wow. Uh, He was there with one Paul Wilcox. I'm sure he would have been there till uh, I guess late in the late in the picture. He was texting me at bloody six in the morning. Should he get up early? He's a weapon. And he has tipped one out, and I believe it is race two tomorrow at uh, Randwick, Angel of Heaven, out of the Lees uh, stable. So I guess he said it just wins, which I guess means if it doesn't win, send your DMs to uh, the CEO of. Anything else, lads? Karaka Million, get excited, get a ticket. If you don't already, there's something wrong with you. They're going to go up in price from November as well uh, as a way to try and fucking speed people up to grab one so we can lock in the right room of the amount of people. I feel so powerful in this room. Same. I want to get down there and just 100,000, 150,000. Yeah, just get just get excited. Come out to the sales on the Sunday. If you've never been before, we're going to bring a bus out here, take you back into town. There'll be a couple of beers and shit involved as well. There'll be a couple of uh, three wise Ciders floating There'd around. There'll be a few ciders. Righto, that was fast, hard and fast. Fuck, that just, was quick. Just like the Everest. Turbo podcast in the spirit of the Everest. It's a sprint race. It's a sprint finish here. We're out at Karaka. We're here at New Zealand Bloodstock having an awesome morning. We're going to do some business. Let's Thank do you it. for watching. Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, the Last League podcast. We'll be back. We'll be better. Don't forget Ted's best bets at Avondale today. Humbucker in race five and run to perfection. Race six is odds. Bet is the horse that we backed in the Punters Club. Also on the Punters Club, if you haven't seen the email, if you're in it about getting out, then check your inbox because and I think don't it's get been, out. Don't get out. It's been opened by 60% of people. Then I've emailed the 40 that haven't opened it again. Uh, I really need to know if you want to stay in. Which if not, you do. yeah. So find that email and get in touch if not. There's one answer. You're in. But we're not pressuring you because we're going again.
We're going to go again, and we're going to go. Let's go. Have a good weekend. My girl broke, self-explanatory. P-Money record me killing tracks. It's mandatory. They're not in my category. Bring that shit back for the first time. I feel like each verse of mine is a whole lot more than just words and rhymes. Life imitates I don't.